Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back to Caravan of Garbage, everybody, where we look at a thing. It could be good. It could be terrible. I was weighing up on which Jason Statham is in a driving movie to do in relation to the Fast and Furious spin-off release, right? Yeah, I mean, we... we thinking Death Race initially. Yep. And then we thought maybe one of the random movies that are all on Netflix, all those Jason Statham movies <laughs> yes. that he does in between his big movies. Yeah, There's absolutely. There's just a whole bunch. I think he does like six a year. One of the four Transporter movies. I know he's not in one of them. It doesn't matter, does <laughs> it's it? It's irrelevant. But it turns out... Mm-hmm. And we'll confirm or deny this at the end that the Fast and Furious universe may be in the same universe as the Italian Job 2003 universe, which, by the way, isn't set in the same universe as the original Italian Job because they show that on a TV at one point in the movie, despite Mark Wahlberg's character having the, the same, same name, name as the as as Michael Caine's character, <laughs> yeah, in the original. Make of that what you will. Yeah, I hated this when it came out. I didn't see it when it came out. Right. This is, this is my first viewing of this movie. Okay. Because, first of all, I really like the original. Yes, me with, too. With Sir Michael Caine. Mm. It's very silly and British. It's kind of slow, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of kooky and fun yeah. and, and, and a lot of colourful characters. And I'm like, I don't want to besmirch that with this new version. Also, the 2003 version famously had a trailer that revealed the entire movie in it. I think that's why I didn't like it. Yeah, right. Those, those exact two reasons. Uh-huh. That being said, going back to this, it's quite good. It's held up, yeah. I think. <laughs> mm. And I say that as someone who didn't watch it originally. Yeah. So it's held up from my... Yes. It's really exceeded my expectations of a movie that I didn't see 15 years ago. Most of it has held up. I, th- I feel you can watch this in 2019 and the future. Sure. And it's still pretty good. Some, some of it has not aged well. Yeah. The soundtrack has not aged well, no. certainly. There's a Boom Cat <laughs> tr- song on this. On okay, this. right. Does it- wow, I haven't heard Boom cat in. I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like I'm stuck in the movie yesterday, but I'm the only person in the world who still remembers Boomcat. But what do you do with that information? Not, everything's the same. There's no change. It's the same. So so that that hasn't held up. It certainly it exists in a post-Ocean's Eleven yes. remake world. So there's a lot of people staring at computers with like 3D yeah. models moving around while there's like 
heist music playing. They say this and the remake of The Thomas Crown Affair and Ocean's Eleven, other movies that kind of kicked off the new wave of heist movies. But they were that—that that was it, though. Well, I guess so. But I feel like this is more of a Fast and Furious movie than some of the early Fast and Furious movies, including the one that came out that year, which was Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh For one, that movie doesn't use a lot of real cars in it. Well, I was going to say, Too Fast, Too Furious isn't a car movie. It's Speed Racer. It's Speed Racer. It's people yelling, (laughs) and then we watch a video game. Yeah. Because none of those cars are real, nor do they look real in that movie. But this movie... Credit to F. Gary Gray, whose output I've variously enjoyed or not enjoyed over the years. Including a Fast and Furious movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everything in this movie is real. Yes. To, to the best of my knowledge. There's yep. like a there's like a hundred car traffic jam at one point. Yep. It's all real cars. They got 30 real minis. Crashed that, several of them. crashed most of yeah. them, I think. They hit one with a helicopter. Yep, they certainly did. And I think that's why it holds up. And you yep. can still look at, in particular, the car chases. Yeah. Because it all feels real. And also they got the actual actors to do most of the stunt driving. Charlize Theron was apparently the best by far. That and, makes sense. Yeah, and she's got, got kind of like a she's got that dead-eyed thousand-yard <laughs> stare of like she wouldn't flinch. No, absolutely. I doubt, I doubt she would flinch. They apparently the producers went to her initially and were, and were like, "We're going to build you a custom automatic car, and we're going to give you an extra two weeks of driving school just in case." And she was oh, like, "Because you're a girl." Yeah, and she was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> so take all the gears out. In fact, take the accelerator out. Take the floor out. I'm going to drive it like a Flintstones car. <laughs> So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And the other thing about the cars is you actually go into the into the subway at one point. Yes. For real. Mm-hmm. You can't bring a gas-powered car into a real subway in Los oh, Angeles. So nuclear powered. Nuclear powered, exactly. No, they ended up having to custom make three electric minis oh. just to make that scene happen. Where are they now? It's a very good question. I reckon they pl- probably split them up. Maybe they're in Jason Statham's new movie, Mason. Oh, oh yeah. The original minis, by the way. Absolute death traps. <laughs> sure. People were rolled and crushed and mashed and killed and torn apart. They're they're a horrible car. If you if you would have run across the road too quickly and you clipped <laughs> one with your foot, it didn't flip. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're so small. Every time I see one in real life, I'm like, bloody hell. But I remember back I in put that in the boot of my car. Absolutely. But I remember back in 2003, you had a problem with that new version of the Mini. And they're why just is regular that? sized they're cars. Regular cars, aren't they? They're just regular sized cars. <laughs> But there is something about them. They're, they're, they're a nice-looking car. They've got a bit of zip to them, it would seem. They're, they're safer than what they used to be. This being, isn't an oh, ad. I was going to say, are we being sponsored by Mini Cooper? I mean, they're safer than they used to be, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I would, Mini ne- Cooper. I would never buy one. Uh-huh. But, you know, I think... This is also apparently said to be one of the best examples of modern brand integration in a movie. Because uh-huh. the entire movie is an ad for Mini Coopers. And stolen gold. And Napster. That's true. <laughs> Was Napster still around at this point? Maybe barely. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's actually the real Sean Fanning in this movie. Who oh, makes see, the cameo, creator of Napster. Yeah, okay, right. In that uh-huh. moment, yeah. That really dates this though, doesn't it? To be like... For sure, yeah. The guy I mean, well, who that's exactly. Napster. I mean, it's not even like Napster is still around, but it's a pay service. Yeah. Just it's just gone. You know what? Uh, I, I find the cast of characters pretty compelling. All in all, I really like most Def, but there is a Chekhov's "He's scared of dogs" moment planted. Is. Yeah, it I comes know. up a couple of times, but uh-huh. he never confronts dogs or explains his story. That's true. He doesn't have to deal with any of it. Well, that was going to be the sequel. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, uh, the Brazilian you... dogs. Yeah, the Bra- <laughs> <laughs> there was a sequel called "The Brazilian Job." Apparently, it's still in the works. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The mm. Italian Job too. Most deaf scared of dogs. Yeah. Most deaf's big day out. <laughs> big it. dog day afternoon, the Italian job. What do you think of the actual Italian job in this movie? Because it's 
It's it's up front. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. This this movie is this movie shouldn't be called the Italian job. No. Well, it, it, what's interesting to well, me? Well, originally it was going to be the Mediterranean Sea, which you know Italy is in that general area, but that's even uh-huh. less of the Italian yeah, job right. than uh-huh. this is. Yeah. Well, but when I first watched this, I got the impression that this was like a like a heist movie script for something else. Right. And they got the rights to the Italian job, and then they just put some minis in it. But apparently, this is like the writers of this saw the original Italian job once mm. and then wrote a script. It's barely an Italian job. Yeah. There is an Italian job in it. Sure. Mm. The movie that they show. Yes, correct. The yes. original, yeah. That's right, yeah. It's kind of like if they if you watch the movie Ocean's Eleven yeah. and there were three guys in it. And yeah, right. And, and, and they're like, yeah, remember a few years ago we did the Ocean's Eleven, there were 11 guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, some of them retired, so now we're down to three. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah okay, you didn't see the original. Yeah, anyway. we're still calling it Ocean's Eleven. We saw the original. We got a video on it. Mm-hmm. It's atrocious. One of the worst. We should do the third one, but yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. I think a mistake in this movie is, though, that they didn't have Michael Caine play his original character and just put him in the Donald Sutherland role. Yeah, Just I have him come back that. and do a last Because heist. he did He did come back for the Stallone remake of Get Carter. Yes. There was a Michael Caine remake trilogy. There was this Get Carter, Alfie. That was like his, right. his era. Yeah, right. You can watch them all. I think, though, at this point, they hadn't quite perfected the how do we get people to come back for the remakes yeah, right. kind of thing. So maybe they didn't even tell him they were going to do an, ocean, mm. an Italian job Yeah, you're remake, probably right. You know? Pepsi Blue, is that still a thing? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That moment was. There's they... probably one can existing, yeah, still no sitting doubt. just in a vault, <laughs> ready for someone to steal. Sure. The second heist is quite good, and what I like about it is they plan it in its entirety, mm-hmm. and then they just throw it out. And yeah, they do right. an entirely new one, and it kind of keeps it fresh, and you're on edge because you know Edward Norton is ready for it, yes. and they got to do a lot of this stuff on the fly, mm. and I find that really compelling. That's what worked about this, mm. and what didn't work about say, some more recent heist movies like Ocean's 8. There's dramatic tension in this. They have a plan. They've got to change the plan. They get the plan in motion. Some of it doesn't work. They've got to think on the fly. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you do one of these movies. Yeah. And also, a lot of the Ocean's movies, maybe not so much the first one. Oh, but even that, it's mostly told in flashback. They're like, no, we already already stole it like three weeks ago. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like that Fabergé (laughs) egg from Ocean's 12 or whatever whatever Uh that movie's about. Charlie's Theron as the safe cracker. Yes. She ends up cracking that last safe by touch, but if I had that exact safe in front of me, I could also hear when it clicked over really loudly <laughs> sure, onto, right. the, onto the numbers uh-huh. that opened the safe. Uh-huh. But would you believe it? <laughs> would you be like, this is to see what what she's done is she's worked, she's fought through the mental barrier of this would be this is too easy. Yeah, right. Because what you'd be like is you'd be like, no, that can't be right. I'll start again. Nah, and then they'd be on you. Yeah, right. But she's like. No, this is quite easy. You're right. No, I, I would, see what you're I saying. I second guess I, myself. My assumption was when she, when we hear her crack that safe, mm. that's only in her head. Yeah, you're, you're Everybody right. Everybody else can't hear it. You're absolutely yeah. right. What do you think of the rest of the cast? I, for the know, most part. You know what? One of the reasons that I avoided this maybe for so long watching the remake is because Mark Wahlberg's in it. Yes. I hate Mark Wahlberg. He's, he's a hero. He could have stopped 9-11. Well, that's true. According to him. In this, he's quite tolerable. Right. I th- something changed. Is he tolerable? What? Well, because Charlie's Theron is clearly the tallest out oh, of I see the going entire cast. See, see where you're going with that. Apparently he wore heels for a lot of this. Okay, right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Some, something's happened to him between now and the Transformers movies yeah. to make him Fame? a nightmare to watch. Human growth hormone? Probably both of those two things, <laughs> sure. yes. So you, you're more whatever this guy's name is than Kate Yeager. Exactly, yeah. Okay, more gotcha. more croaker than Jaeger. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. That's yeah. going on my tombstone. He was always more croaker than Jaeger. What I find fascinating about this also is Edward Norton was 
contractually obligated to do this movie. For the studio, he'd signed on to three, but he kept rejecting scripts. And this is off the back of like Primal Fear from huh. years earlier. Yeah, right. So they forced him into this. And he was like, I'll grow a weird lopsided mustache. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'll teach him. Because apparently on set, he was mean to the cast and the crew and he clashed with everybody. You know, with like American History X, he kicked off the director and did his own edit. Incredible Hulk, I think he attempted Incredible to Hulk, well. a similar thing and that's kind of why it's out of the universe. But apparently they sent him a gift when the movie ended up doing well because it did and it made quite a bit of money. And he sent it back with a note that said, give this to somebody you actually like or someone who actually likes you. Brutal. <laughs> but also, another fun fact, Edward Norton chose his wardrobe to make his character a little quirky. So I guess he was into it yeah, right. <laughs> in some uh-huh. respect. Yeah, right. Well, I yeah. mean, you got to, you know, if you're at a job you hate, you know how some people you you work at the video store or whatever. That's a dated reference. But, you know, you're, you're working you work at, at one of those DVD rental vending machines. Vending machines yeah. Right. But, you know, you work there, you don't like the job, so you make your, your name tag a little crooked. Sure. It's just a little, oh, okay. just a little way of, you know, just, just sticking it to the man. Well, that's what he was doing. I yeah. Think. No, you're probably right. Well, he, he did it, didn't he? He got it. Edward Norton's character, though, he does get his comeuppance, Mason. They march him away and he's like, the, the, the Russian mobs, the Ukrainian mobsters or whatever, they march yeah. him away and he's like, oh, you guys, but we know that he's going to be tortured to death in a, in a warehouse. Also, those lines are 80 yard as he's being dragged away. You could zoom in on his face and he's just his mouth's just not moving. But he's like, come on, don't do this. But <laughs> he's not saying anything. I see. Yeah. Uh, off the back of this movie, uh, first of all, it pioneered flying a helicopter under an overpass for real. That's impressive. Incred- that impressive. I know, right? It's like three feet off the ground. All that helicopter is real because mostly helicopters now are all CGI. You can't even get a real helicopter in Hollywood anymore. Mm. It's PC gone, Mad Max. Absolutely it You is. know yeah. that. Yeah. But there was a Just because t- they killed a few kids that time. <laughs> Yeah. There was a 22% increase in sales. Of that helicopter? No, no, sorry. In, uh, of Mini Coopers. In Mini Coopers. And of course, there was a, uh, a sequel we talked about, the Brazilian job in development, but it's just in development hell. Every few years, someone will be like, yeah, we're doing it. And the last thing we heard about it was in 2015, Mark Wahlberg said it was still in active development. But I think the Fast and Furious and probably the Talk franchise. Oh, if you remember yeah. the movie Talk. Yeah, of course I do. It's, already, it's Fast it's, and Furious, but motorcycles. Yeah, that's remember. right. It's already kind of killed any chance of that happening, yeah, I Yeah, I think, but but that's the thing, though, because mm. I think, I guess in terms of, like, Hollywood, the life cycle of this sort of genre film, yeah. it's kind of come and gone. But I think it's a, it's a whole different animal to a Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. I feel. Like, there's more smarts to it. Yeah. But maybe that's it. People don't want smarts anymore. They just want... Farts. Let's, exactly. Yeah. I was going to give you a more laboured metaphor, but they want farts, not smarts. Is that You're good enough? Great. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Yeah, but I would still see another one of these. Also, this cast, they look mostly the same, and they're all doing these kind of movies-ish, aren't they? It's true, yeah. Yeah. But yes. the reason we're talking about this in relation to Fast and Furious is because in Hobbs and Shaw, Jason Statham's character, Hobbs or Shaw, <laughs> walks past his collection of cars and there's a Mini Cooper from 2003, mm-hmm. or that era, in his collection. And he says, that was from a job I did in Italy a few years ago, mate. Don't ever worry about it, governor. You remember? I do remember, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you for playing that clip from the movie. <laughs> so, but the thing is, it's more of a nod than a Absolutely. tying it's, it in. It's a it's stretch. Not, yeah, also, it's not the car that he drove. I think he drove the white one. Mm-hmm. Also, he didn't do that job in Italy. He did it in Los Angeles. Yes. But people don't get the reference if he went, it's a job I did in Los Angeles. That's true. But earlier than that, a guy stole some gold from... It's a whole... Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland was there. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's more of a fun reference than oh, a... for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, they're different film studios so can they come together like sony and marvel unlikely i'd Mm. imagine yeah here's something i didn't like about this movie 
Seth Green character is a real creep. He's monitoring his ex's phone calls. Oh, yeah, that's his, right. His dream is to buy a sound system that's so good it'll blow the clothes off a woman. And when it does at the end, we don't see it, but she screams. Because she's deaf. She's deaf and nude yeah. in a strange man's house, yes. If you blast somebody with enough sound to tear their clothes off, uh-huh. you've probably killed that person. Well, you've, you've gotten rid of the top layer of their skin as well, <laughs> sure. certainly, yeah. Uh-huh. But that's The Italian Job 2003. I would say, if you haven't been spoiled by the trailer or this video, mm-hmm. then it's worth It's okay. I think it's, it's worth, worth a watch. watch, I think man. it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. it's a really mm-hmm. decent cast. It's a decent action movie slash heist movie. You like a funny little moustache on Edward Norton and a silk shirt? You got it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Just Google Napster beforehand so you know what you're getting into. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Anyways, this has been Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. You got something that you want us to look at? No problem at all. Next week's Blade. It's already edited. you got no choice. It's yeah, going to be Blade. From, it's from weeks ago. But if you want us to look at a rash or something you got, let us know. <laughs> Tweet it at us. Let us know. Also, we do a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. Recently, we did do an episode on Hobbs and Shaw. It comes out every Monday. That is linked below. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. And that's this video. Uh, yes, it is. Goodbye, I guess. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Grab that gold bar from a safe. Blow it through a floor and then... That's a crime. Don't do that. (laughs) You're right. Don't do crimes, folks. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.